Let us pray. Holy God, you have a word to give us today. Open our hearts to receive your word. It's in your name we pray. Amen. I would like to invite you, if, if you feel able or, or desire to, to grab your Bible out of the pew, um, because we're going to be looking at some of the verses. If you're like me, it helps me to see the words. You don't have to, but um, just if you feel comfortable to open up the Bible to Psalm 139. In the next few weeks during our sermon time, we are going to look at how we are surrounded. Surrounded by God, surrounded by brothers and sisters in Christ, by the saints who have gone before us, and by grace and love. Today, we look at a powerful passage that promises we are never alone. We are surrounded by our maker. Psalm 139 is actually my very favorite verse of the Bible. It's one I prayed over my children before they were born and continue to pray over them. It gives us some of the most beloved verses, some of the most beloved nuggets of truth about God. Verse 2 says, you know when I sit and when I rise. Verse 4, before a word is on my tongue, Lord, you know it completely. Verse 5, I particularly like this one. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. It reminds me of being tucked in at night. Verse 13, you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. And 14, I praise you. Because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful, Lord. I know that full well. This psalm is filled with favorite verses. But today we are going to focus on two separate parts of the psalm. First, I want you to look again at verses 7 through 12. Hear these words. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle at the far side of the sea, even there, your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. And if I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you, Lord. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. Ah, such beautiful words, such poetry, such truth about our God that bores deep into our souls. Where can we go from our God? Where can we run? Where can we hide? Brothers and sisters, no place. There's no way. No place, nowhere we can go where God is not with us. God is with us no matter what, no matter where we go, no matter what we do, no matter how we choose to cover ourselves in darkness, even that darkness is as light to our God. Darkness 
I know about darkness. Do you? I have run into dark corners to hide. Have you? I have huddled in a dark place, trying not to be seen, and I have stayed there for days and weeks and years even. Yet still God did not leave me. I'm reminded of a story from my childhood. When I was about four years old, my grandmother sent me a set of finger paints, a whole package of art paper. Now you have to understand, when you are the middle child with an older brother and a younger brother, it's not very often that you get something just for you. But I got this package from my grandmother, and so my mom set up a place for me to paint in our sunroom. And there I sat in the warm, bright room, papers spread before me on my mother's old kitchen table, ready to create a masterpiece. My mother gave me one clear rule. The paint must stay on the paper. After her stern warning, she left me to my work and hurried to the parlor to teach a piano lesson. I was delighted. I must have painted 20 different pictures using every color combination possible, and the paint felt so cool and slick on my fingers, and I took great joy in the sticky, slippery sensation of those paints. As I was painting, however, a drop of paint fell on the table, and I tried to scoop it up with my fingers, but that just spread the drop of paint into a smudge and it looked really cool. So I put more paint on the table. And while I was painting the table, I got a bit of paint on my face. Hmm, purple cheeks, how exotic. What goes better with purple, purple cheeks than a green nose and an orange forehead? And, yellow legs, and then, oh, I probably needed red feet. Oh, yes, red on top and blue on bottom. And before I know it, knew it, I had turned into a very colorful creature. I stepped away from my paints to see my reflection in the window. Oh, no. I had made a mess. Paint on the table. Paint on the floor, paint on me. I forgot about the rule. I tried to wipe up the floor and it just made a bigger mess. I tried to wipe up the table, but I couldn't get it clean. And the once cool, slick paint was starting to dry on my skin. And now it felt sort of like pancake syrup that wouldn't unstick. In the mind of a four-year-old, the best thing to do when you're in trouble is to hide. And so I ran into the backyard, and I climbed my favorite climbing tree. Soon enough, the piano scales and arpeggio stopped trickling out of the parlor, and I knew my mother was on her way. She came out into the yard. Anna, where are you? Did you finish painting? Now, she had passed through the sunroom. She knew I had finished painting. 
She also knew exactly where I was, but she asked me anyway. I'm up here, Mommy, I said timidly. I got some paint on me, I said in a quiet voice. And on the table, and on the chair, and on the floor. My mother looked up at me and smiled warmly. I know, honey. Come on down. Let's go clean up your mess, and then we'll get you cleaned up, too. Just like Adam and Eve hiding in the garden after they first sinned, so I hid from my mother. And just like my precious and wonderful mother came to me, God came to Adam and Eve, found them, cleaned them up, dressed them, and gave them a new start. Of course, there were consequences. God never promises to keep those away. But as we deal with consequences, our God goes with us, never leaving us, never. In Psalm 139, we have verse after verse of promise and affirmation, of praise and wonder. And then we get to the part that is a bit harder to swallow. This is the part that I asked Pastor Max to skip in today's reading. Listen or follow along with me as I read verses 19 through 22. It says, If only you, God, would slay the wicked. Away from me, you who are bloodthirsty. They speak of you with evil intent. Your adversaries misuse your name. Do I not hate those who hate you, Lord, and abhor those who are in rebellion against you? I have nothing but hatred for them, and I count them my enemies. I don't know about you, but these verses in the midst of such beauty are jarring to me. One minute, the psalmist is praising God, saying, How precious to me are your thoughts, O God. And the next, he is saying angry and pain-filled words. What are we to make of this? You see, for me, these verses demonstrate the depths wherein we so often make our beds. They represent the sin and the darkness that we turn to, that we run to, and that we hide inside. They represent the finger paint that covers our lives because of our disobedience. Brothers and sisters, oh, what messes we make. But I want you to hear these last words of our scripture today and listen to this prayer to God after his pain-filled words, after his slaying of hate and evil and horrible words, the psalmist then pauses and says with his finger paint-covered self, search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. Here I am, Lord, he prays, just as I am, covered in darkness and sin and finger paint. Search me. Test me. Find the mess and clean me up. And then, Lord, show me where to go from here. What beauty. 
This psalm runs the gamut of human emotion, the gamut of human pain, the gamut of human reliance on a God of grace. Where can I go from your presence, God? I can't. Wherever I am, you are there too. So search me, God. I have made a mess. Clean me up, Lord, please. Clean me and make things right. Brothers and sisters, maybe you are feeling far from God today. Maybe you are feeling covered in darkness or like you're huddled in the shadow in the corner, covered in pain or in doubt, in sin, in your own sort of finger-painted mess. Come to God. Turn your eyes up to heaven and know that God is with you. You may have strayed far from God, but God has never kept you out of his sight. There is no place you can go where God is not there and waiting to hold you in his arms. You are surrounded by God's love and care. In the next few minutes, Tim is going to be playing some music for us so that we can take some time to reflect on God's message given to us today. And I want you, during this time, to consider your place in life. Where are you? How is it with your soul? And as you think on that, I invite you to come forward and kneel here at the railing to pray, or if you're more comfortable, stay and pray right there in your seat. However you choose to do it, though, I ask you, I implore you to go to God. Say to him, search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me to the way everlasting. Brothers and sisters, come to God just as you are. God is here with you and is ready to pull you from the depths. So I invite you, come and pray.